0: the following is a felt production to find out more visit feltnote.co.uk what's up what's up what's up It's your boy, recording this on the fly, a.k.a. Mr. Quarter Past Midnight, a.k.a. Mr. Just Rolled In Through The Door, Look Who The Cat Dragged In, I've Been Out For A a Meal With My Friends To Celebrate One Of My Friends' Birthdays On A Tuesday Night, a.k.a. Mr. was going to record this podcast tomorrow, but realized tomorrow's Wednesday and I don't like recording so close to when the podcast actually drops. So I thought, fuck it, I might as well record tonight. AKA. Mr. I haven't had any sort of drinks of liquids since I had my meal at around 7 pm, four hours ago. AKA. Mr. Might-Have-To-Keep-The-Volume-Decibels-Down-Because-I-Think-Everybody-In-This-House-Is-In-Bed. A.K.A. Your fucking boy. Your fucking boy. It's your fucking boy. Jack Fox. And it's time, once again, for another episode of your favourite podcast, Tired and Inspired. Now, you're going to have to ask yourself... Have I haphazardly set up my microphone here to record this podcast? Yes. Can I hear myself in my headphones so I know how I sound when I'm transmitting myself over this microphone to you guys sitting wherever you're sitting or standing and joining this podcast? No. Should I have set this up properly and maybe he's done even the tiniest bit of a sound check before recording? Yes. Am I an idiot? Yes. I think it sounds okay, I think it sounds okay, I think actually it might be too quiet, hello, hello, there you go, I seriously, I gotta, I gotta start, I gotta get my shit together, alright, how's it going, fucking hell, what a week, um, I know last episode I uh, was on with Scranibus, my good friend Scranibus, Hope you guys all went and checked out his new single and new EP coming soon. That was fun. But uh, since then I have had uh, three shows at the stand in Newcastle, um, rehearsals and a show at the fire station in Sunderland and one day off. Uh, to catch up on admin stuff and send invoices and get paid and then being out for a meal with some friends for their birthday. So it's all happening. It's all happening. Um, before we go any further, I have to bring this up and this is something I wanted to bring up for a few weeks but never got around to it. Um, and This is probably going to sound like a hack joke or some sort of premise or made-up story that I'm making up, but I'm not. And it is a bit hacky, but I think it's pretty funny. Um, I have a girlfriend, Christina. You are mostly familiar with her, if you listen to this podcast, on the regs. Um, speaking of hack, I know it's quite hack to be like, oh, the old ball and chain,er or huh? Oh, the old girlfriend. Surprise, I quite like my girlfriend. I don't know about you guys. Um Yes, she lives in a different country, and but we still speak every single day, and we see each other as much as we can, and whatever, whatever. Um, so, because she lives far away, and we speak over text mostly, um, the last thing we do before going to bed on an evening, before one of us goes to bed on an evening, is we say goodnight, and we also tell each other that we love each other. And that's because we love each other. And now, for some reason, my phone has got used to me typing the words i love you so in the on an iphone the th- just above the keyboard you have three spaces that give you predicted text what so words that you use regularly and the number one thing that comes up is i and if i press i the second one that comes up says love and then the third one that comes up is you so I say it quite often, obviously. It's one of the things I say quite often. Or, or whenever I type the word I, it's often followed by the word love and often followed by the word you. Now, recently, so I can I can tell Christina that I love her in three, in th- three clicks of a button and then a send. Four clicks of a button it takes for me to tell my girlfriend Christina how much she means to me. And if it took me a year to type that out to her instead of three clicks of a button, then I would, because that's how much she means to me, okay? Now, as of late, for some reason, every time I press I, and then when love comes up, I press love, and then for some fucking reason in the past couple of weeks... The next suggestion that has come up, normally where it says you in the suggestion box. So normally when I'm just in auto mode and I'm typing I love you to Christina I press the three buttons. Not a problem. Now, the word you in the suggestion box has been replaced with the word spaghetti. Now look. I love spaghetti as much as the next man you if I know you're not supposed to judge a book by its cover, I understand that, and I think that's a great rule for life, and I think that's a great thing we should teach our children for the to the end of time. Don't judge a book by its cover, don't judge a person by what they look like. However, you also have to be realistic in that if your child looks at me, your child might think that is a man. ...that loves spaghetti. And to be honest, I will not be insulted by that... ...because that child would be correct. I am a man that loves spaghetti. Now, do I love spaghetti as much as I love Christina? It's a close call, but what I'm not going to do is... ...just before going to bed we're all snuggled in in bed and all comfy and had a nice time and chatted about our days our feelings how things are going. I hope you have a good day at work tomorrow. Oh, you've got that important appointment. I hope that goes well. Oh, I've got a big I've got a dentist I hope I think I'm scared about going. Oh, I hope it goes well. Okay. Well, sleep well and you know no nightmares and don't have a dream. Okay. I love spaghetti. Good night. Like no, it's not going to... and why is why has my phone suddenly, I'm not texting my other friends every single day and being like, I love spaghetti. Like, why is the algorithm of my autocorrect just suddenly throwing this fucking curveball out at us and it's fucking up my entire... Because I'll be like half asleep in bed, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to bed, okay. No, I, I, you know, I love you so much and I'm just going to press, I love you, like, I want to I love spaghetti, kiss, kiss, kiss. And then Christina's like, "Does he us? Does he love? Does he love? Does he love spaghetti more than he loves me?" And look, I know that just two or three episodes ago, I had another pasta-based episode. And no, no. Before you get any ideas, I am not having an affair with bowls of pasta. I know what it's. I know what you're all thinking. What, like, just all of a sudden? Like, as if I've just thought of, like, what would it be like if I just, like, bowled loads of pasta and just, like, put my genitals in it? <laughs> what kind of... you <laughs> do you think? <laughs> like, like, as if I'm in some, like, sort of incel chat room group with loads of people and we all just tell each other that we love spaghetti all day. Like, don't be so... <laughs> that's it. Is it hot in here? Anybody else hot in here, or...? Do <laughs> you think the <they're> kind of <laughs> you just say that that's just like I've actually got like a, a pasta fetish or like is anybody anybody else hot in here? Is it just like I don't know? Like I don't know if you just think that nah, I'm gonna got a <clears throat> I <just> gotta, <clears throat> cough. Out. I don't know what <laughs> he just like. I don't know if you're just like thinking like oh this guy like. Oh, all he wants to do is just like he has a pasta fetish. He just wants to put his balls in some linguine Ah, like I don't know. if That's just <laughs> you know Maybe <laughs> else is maybe else is palms kind of <laughs> it's hot. Is it hot? No, I don't think it's hot. No, okay. Um, but what? What? would We just we we just talking about something, is <laughs> <coughs> I know the meal I went out for tonight wasn't Italian, it was a curry, alright? <laughs> Just for clarification, that's a. Ju- that I love spaghetti thing does happen, but also, no, I don't put my balls in bowls of tagliatelle, alright? I'm not having an affair with any sort of linguine or penne or uh, fusilli, the twists, alright? pasta is fun and it will remain to be fun at arm's length and I wish my phone would stop listening to us when I talk about spaghetti all right it's time for a quick word from our sponsors today's episode of tired and inspired is brought to you by telling your significant other that you love them hey stop being a bitch grab yourself by the balls look your significant other in the eye and tell them that you love them because if you don't I will alright while I've got you here I only have one gig this week and that is this Saturday with the Red Hot Chilipinos at the Tannery in Hexham I have only been to Hexham once before heard it's nice so I'm going back apparently, but if you're in Hexham area, want to come see some live music, we're at Chilipinos, at the Tannery in Hexham, come see a show, boom, boom, boom. Hexham, the sprawling metropolis of Hexham is where I'll be on Saturday. Yeah man, it's been a um, a crazy week and to go from having uh, four gigs last week, four like high octane gigs is what well, you know... I don't mind, I'll do seven gigs a week for the rest of my life, but these were like four high-octane gigs where I felt like I had to perform, I had to be on, I think, by um, Sunday night and Monday, I was like mentally done, and I was talking to Christina about it, and I feel, this is very Christina-heavy, she's cool, that's fine. Um, I I had a phone call with Christina Sunday night after the uh, Hive Mind show at... uh the fire station in Sunderland, and, um, you know, I thought that gig went okay, I didn't, it wasn't like the best Mind gig I've ever done, but I was just, I, I remember talking to her for ages and ages and ages, and after I'd finished fucking ranting, she was like, yeah, you're mentally exhausted, and I was like, oh, that's what that is, okay, I don't know, I don't know, I'll work myself too hard sometimes, I guess. Um, I had a great time at the stand, though, three shows at the stand, Wednesday, uh, Friday and Saturday. And um, I just, I, I mean, you know, I go on about it a lot. I, I swear I go on about it a lot, but, and you guys know this as well, but the stand's just so good, man. Uh, and it's, obviously I'm biased, I suppose, because, you know, I work there quite a lot, uh, but just all the staff and everything are so great. Um, there's a new uh, pair of uh, bouncers, security guards, bouncers, whatever you want to call them, who work at the stand, and... um interesting work, like, if, if you're a bouncer and you work in a nightclub, you kind of know what to expect, but it's different in a comedy club, because you have to keep telling people to shut the fuck up, you get three strikes, and then you get thrown out, and some people become quite belligerent, and then they'll blame the manager, and, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't talking to myself. oh, I'm getting kicked out for laughing now, I mean, you never get kicked out for laughing, you get kicked out because you're talking and disrupting the show, but um, on the Saturday, so the Friday show had been and gone, it was all gravy, everything was all good, So onward, such a lineup. It was uh, Bruce Devlin was MC, Simon Donald, who created The Viz. If you're in the northeast of England, you probably know what The Viz is, the comic book. Uh, Myself, Jake Donaldson, close friend of mine, very good comedian, and Joe Caulfield was closing. TV's Joe Caulfield, as they say, was closing. Excellent, great lineup. Uh, So the Friday show came and went, and then Saturday, I walked into the venue, and um, the new bouncer, uh, a guy called Reese, who. It turns out, actually, has a very, very dry sense of humour. But at the time, I'd only met him the night before, and he seemed very great, and a nice guy, and going to do his job. But he said to him, he said, you know, um, I've been doing security at a few comedy nights, and uh, you, I saw your set last night, I thought you were very funny, and you're one of the only people that made me laugh uh, when I'm on the job. And I was like, oh, well, thanks very much, man, I... Uh, Appreciate that. Thanks very much, man. It means means a lot. And uh, he said... then um, he made a point about one of I've got a joke in my set. Uh, I'm not going to say what the joke is because if you want to see these jokes, you don't have to come to the shows and spend your money and then pay me and put the money directly in my pocket. I've got a joke in my set uh, about how when I met Christina for the first time in person and uh, the joke builds up and builds up and then the punchline is like... comes out of left field and catches you off guard hopefully, anyways, but the whole point of it is a misdirection and it catches you off guard, right? And he said, uh, you know, that joke about your girlfriend Um, was good. I said, thanks very much, man. And he said, you see, and he said, well, the reason it's good is because I thought the story was going one way and then you told the joke and it went the other way. And I said, "Yep, that's that's uh, how the joke. That's the point of the. Yep, thanks, man. Appreciate that." And he said, it was "Funny, man. Made me giggle." And I said, "Well, I'd rather. I'm glad it made you giggle. I'd rather it made you laugh than made you cry or come." And then he said. And then I said, well, Reese, it's been fun talking to you. And then I walked away from him. Because to be honest, two things on that front. I'm not entirely sure why I told a very large, professionally trained gentleman that I'm glad I made him laugh instead of come. I've also only met this guy once before. I don't know why I led with that. And I also don't know why the vibe of the conversation led me to say those words. In fairness, if you're gonna if you said to me, here's Reese, he's the new bouncer at the stand, do you want to make Reese cry, laugh, or come? I'm going with option B, to be perfectly honest. So I'm being 100 percent honest with him. I'd rather he laughed than cried, or busted in his pants. I'm just not entirely sure why I said it out loud. And also, his reaction to it says a lot about who he is as a man. You know what I mean? He was a little too, didn't like the way that I was, not that I was laying it out for him, but if I was laying it out for him, he he was a bit too standoffish for my liking. I like mine meant to be down. For me to make them come, what the fuck am I talking about? Uh, after the show um, on on Friday, actually Friday more so than Saturday, it was St Patrick's Night day, St Patrick's Day, St Patrick's Day. So everybody was just getting drunk. The whole staff from the stand went out, and as you know, I don't drink alcohol, so we were hanging out. And um, Jake Donaldson, friend of mine and good comedian, asked me, he's like, "Does it not? Does it not?" At what point does it get insufferable to be out around drunk people? And I was like, honestly, comedians aren't that bad because comedians kind of, I think we understand being alone and needing time away from people, and we're kind of all self-centred, so we all really bothered about ourselves, so somebody's not giving off the vibe. As I should have read with Reese, should have read the vibe of the conversation and not said, I'm glad I didn't make you come two minutes ago. Um... But I was, musicians are the ones you have to, if you get drunk with musicians and you're the only sober one, because after a while, your musician friends, there'll be a point where they'll just come back from the bar, they'll have a pint, they'll be four pints in, and they'll have a pint, and they'll do the thing where they'll sit down, and they, they kind of got a little buzz going on, they're not drunk, but they've got a little buzz going on, and they'll sit down and then they'll have one mouthful of the beer and then they'll look at their beer and then they'll put the beer back down on the table and then they'll have a little second to themselves and then they'll look at you and they'll go, you know what? I think Bono actually had some points and you go, oh, for fuck's sake. Really? This is what it's come to? Oh. four pints in, and you're like, Bono has something to say, fuck me, and then another pint and a half, and he's like, honestly, and you go, fuck's sake, I, I think, if the Beatles weren't around, and you go, oh, yeah, mate, I'm out. I'm out. If the Beatles weren't around, I think I could have wrote Yellow Submarine and you go, ah, yeah, sure. All right. All right. Take that fucking Corona off him, will you? Jesus. Holy fuck, I've done 10, 20 minutes already. Um, Well, it's 20 to 1 in the morning, so I'm not entirely sure what more you want from us. Uh, I'll give you a pasta story. I've told you how to make a come, not even in the slightest have I done that. And don't hang out with drunk musicians because they will eventually come to their senses and tell you how they think Lars Ulrich is actually one of the pioneers of rock drumming today as we know it. And it's just not fucking true, to be perfectly honest. All right. All right. I don't know how people who do hour long podcasts by themselves do it, to be honest. I'm not that interesting. Um, uh, thanks for listening appreciate it uh, we'll keep on keeping on I'm going to America, back to America soon um, and those episodes are always fun when I go to America and actually more Jack Fox music coming soon as well I am going to do some more rap music, because rap music's a lot of fun and it's something I haven't done for a little while so there's more Jack Fox music coming soon. And thanks for listening to this. Appreciate it. Um, like and subscribe. Apparently leave it a comment and rating if you're on iTunes. If you could do that, that would be much appreciated. But we've gotten this far without it. So, you know, whatever. Um, but tell a friend. Leave a rating. Uh, leave a comment. Say whatever you want in the comment. Just leave a five-star rating. And then... We'll see you on the next one. All right, have a good week. Saturday, I'm in Hexham, if anybody's about in that area. Hexham with the Chilipinos. Uh, And if not, then we're heading full steam ahead into April. Fucking hell. All right. Take care. I I love you all. Apart from you, you're a dickhead, but the rest of you are all right. Okay, love you. Bye. was a out production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk If you just sit down and think about it, I think what actually would happen would be Sam Fender would fucking spark Ed Sheeran out in a one-on-one fight.